Hey guys, I hope you're having a good day. What is a good day? A good day is one starts and ends spending time with our wonderful Lord. We're studying Daniel chapter 5, verses 16 to 22. Belshazzar chose poor substitute teachers. Who were they? Lust and pride. Some live and learn, some love to learn, and others never learn. Daniel was a great teacher. Before he explained what was written on the wall, he gave some background and told them why it was written. He also emphasized the fact that Belshazzar knew better and had absolutely no excuse. Belshazzar lived a life of covetousness, but his stuff was no comfort to him when he faced God's personal handwritten message. Belshazzar said, I have heard of thee, speaking to Daniel, that you can make interpretations dissolve doubts. Now, if you can read the writing and make known to me the interpretation thereof, you shall be clothed with scarlet and have a chain of gold about your neck, and you shall be the third in the kingdom. Then Daniel answered and said before the king, Let your gifts be to yourself, and give thy rewards to another. Yet yeah, I will read the writing unto the king, and make known to him the interpretation. In other words, no thank you, even as a slave in exile, I don't need your trinkets to be happy. Your extravagant riches will do you no good now. You cannot buy your way out of this one. It is interesting how some look to money to solve all their problems, to get out of trouble, or even to buy off God. Daniel's wisdom only magnified his line-like character as he showed Belshazzar the foolishness of living for things, things that have an incredibly short shelf life. Even today, the lust for things is never satisfied. Some of the richest men of the world remind us of the inability riches have to truly satisfy. One said, the care of 200 million is enough to kill anyone. There's no pleasure in it. Who's that? That's a guy named Vanderbilt. John Jacob Astor, a very wealthy man, said, I am the most miserable man on earth. John D. Rockefeller, I have made millions, but they have brought me no happiness. Andrew Carnegie, millionaires seldom smile. And Henry Ford said, I was happier when doing mechanics job. Okay, it's obvious that Daniel was not intimidated in any way to stand face to face with the vacillating, weak King Belshazzar. Belshazzar offered stolen riches and pretend power. He offered Daniel the position of third in the kingdom, third to an egotistical dictator, third to, again, Daniel says, no, thank you. Let me paraphrase Daniel's full answer to Belshazzar. Daniel answered, keep your gifts or give them to someone else. Since you want to know, I will tell you what the writing from the hand of God means, King Belshazzar. The Most High God gave sovereignty, majesty, glory, and honor to Nebuchadnezzar. He made him so great that people of all races and nations and languages trembled before him in fear. He killed those he wanted to kill and spared those he wanted to spare. He honored those he wanted to honor and disgraced those he wanted to disgrace. But when his heart and his mind were puffed up with pride and arrogance, he was humble, forced out of his royal throne and stripped of any glory he had claimed. He was driven from a normal human world and given the mind of a wild animal, living with wild donkeys. He ate grass like a cow and lived in the pasture until he learned that the Most High God rules over the kingdoms of the world and appoints anyone he desires to rule over them. Belshazzar, You are his successor. You knew all of this, and yet you have not humbled yourself. You have arrogantly challenged and defied the Lord of heaven and had these sacred temple cups brought before you. 
You and your nobles, your wives and concubines have been getting drunk, drinking wine from them while praising false gods of silver and gold and bronze and iron and wood and stone, gods that neither see nor hear nor know anything at all. But you have not honored the God who gives you the breath, gives you the life, and controls your eternal destiny. So God has set his hand to write this message. Daniel took a minute to remind Belshazzar who he was, who Nebuchadnezzar was, and who God is. You, Belshazzar, don't even begin to compare with your predecessor, King Nebuchadnezzar. He had it all, a kingdom of his own. The only reason you are where you are is because your daddy needed someone to watch over Babylon. Majesty, glory, honor, yours is all pretend. The only way you can get your people to honor you is to throw your own party and try to wow them with the allowance of your daddy, King Nabonidus, to let you have each week. Do you really think that you are better than Nebuchadnezzar? The people in his kingdom feared and trembled before him, and your royal subjects seem to be laughing at you and will actually rejoice when your kingdom is taken away from you. Belshazzar, your party is about over. Belshazzar, you didn't forget. You only pretended to forget. You were not ignorant of Almighty God's ultimate authority. You simply ignored it. Some live and learn. Some love to learn and others never learn. Daniel wisely confronted Belshazzar with his root sin, pride. He knew what God did to humble Nebuchadnezzar, but proudly refused to humble himself. Everyone that is proud of heart is an abomination to the Lord. This includes Belshazzar, but hopefully not you and not me. Guys, let's watch out for pride. You see, lion-like character loathes, hates, lusts, and pride. Our time's up for today, but it is the day the Lord made. Let's rejoice. Let's be glad in it. And I hope you guys have a good day. 